from max and morris by wilhelm busch translated from the german by charles timothy brooks from the world's best poetry volume one home and friendship part one read for librivox.org by sonia as the narrator anusha ayer as widow tibbets thomas peter as max and morris craig franklin as the farmer and jason in panama as the miller from max and morris preface ah how oft we read or hear of boys we almost stand in fear of for example take these stories of two youths named max and morris who instead of early turning their young minds to useful learning often leered with horrid features at their lessons and their teachers look now at the empty head he is for mischief always ready teasing creatures climbing fences stealing apples pears and quinces is of course a deal more pleasant and far easier for the present than to sit in schools or churches fixed like roosters on their perches but oh dear oh dear oh dearie when the end comes sad and dreary tis a dreadful thing to tell that on max and morris fell trick first to most people who have leisure raising poultry gives great pleasure first because the eggs they lay us for the care we take repay us secondly that now and then we can dine on roasted hen thirdly of the hens and gooses feathers men make various uses some folks like to rest their heads in the night on feather beds one of these was widow tibbets whom the cut you see exhibits hens were hers in number three and a cock of majesty max and morris took a view fell to thinking what to do one two three as soon as said they have sliced a loaf of bread cut each piece again in four each a finger thick no more these to two cross threads they tie like a letter x they lie in the widow's yard with care stretched by those two rascals there scarce the cock had seen the sight when he up and crew with might cock-a-doodle-doodle-doo tack 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 the trio flew cock and hens like fowls unfed gobbled each a piece of bread but they found on taking thought each of them was badly caught every way they pull and twitch this strange cat's cradle to unhitch up into the air they fly jiminy oh jiminy on a tree behold them dangling in the agony of strangling and their necks grow long and longer and their groans grow strong and stronger each lays quickly one egg more then they cross to the other shore widow tibbets in her chamber by these death cries waked from slumber rushes out with bodeful thought heavens what sight her vision caught from her eyes the tears are streaming oh my cares my toil my dreaming ah life's fairest hope says she hangs upon that apple tree heartsick you may well suppose for the carving knife she goes cuts the bodies from the bough hanging cold and lifeless now and in silence bathed in tears through her house door disappears this was the bad boy's first trick but the second follows quick trick second when the worthy widow tibbets whom the cut below exhibits 
had recovered on the morrow from the dreadful shock of sorrow she as soon as grief would let her think began to think twere better just to take the dead the dear ones who in life were walking here once and in a still noonday hour them well roasted to devour true it did seem almost wicked when they lay so bare and naked picked and singed before the blaze they that once in happier days in the yard or garden ground all day long went scratching round ah frau tibbets wept anew and poor spitz was with her too max and morris smelt the savour climb the roof cried each young shaver through the chimney now with pleasure they behold the tempting treasure headless in the pen they are lying hissing browning steaming frying at that moment down the cellar dreaming not what soon befell her widow tibbets went for sour kraut which she would oft devour with exceeding great desire warmed a little at the fire up there on the roof meanwhile they are doing things in style max already with forethought a long fishing line has brought schnapp die wapp there goes o oh gemini one hen dangling up the chimney schnapp die wapp a second bird schnapp die wapp up comes the third presto number four they haul schnapp die wapp we have them all spitz looks on we must allow but he barks row wow row wow but the rogues are down instanter from the roof and off they canter ha, i guess there'll be a humming here's the widow tibbets coming rooted stood she to the spot when the pen her vision caught gone was every blessed bird horrid spitz was her first word oh you spitz you monster you let me beat him black and blue and the heavy ladle thwack comes down on poor spitz's back loud he yells with agony for he feels his conscience free max and morris dinner over in a hedge snored under cover and of that great hen feast now each has but a leg to show this was now the second trick but the third will follow quick trick third through the town and country round was one mr buck renowned sunday coats and weekday sack coats bobtails swallowtails and frock coats gaiters breeches hunting jackets waistcoats with commodious pockets and other things too long to mention claimed mr taylor buck's attention or if anything wanted doing in the way of darning sewing piecing patching if a button needed to be fixed or put on anything of any kind anywhere before behind master buck could do the same for it was his life's great aim therefore all the population held him high in estimation max and morris tried to invent ways to plague this worthy gent right before the sartor's dwelling ran a swift stream roaring swelling this swift stream a bridge did span and the road across it ran max and morris naught could awe them took a saw when no one saw them ritze ratze riddle diddle saw the gap across the middle when this feat was finished well suddenly was heard a yell hello there come out you buck tailor tailor muck 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 buck could bear all sorts of jeering jibes and jokes in silence hearing 
but this insult roused such anger nature couldn't stand it longer wild with fury up he started with his yardstick out he darted for once more that frightful jeer mark, 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 rang loud and clear on the bridge one leap he makes crash beneath his weight it breaks once more rings the cry mark, mark. in head foremost plumps poor buck while the scared boys were skedaddling down the brook two geese came paddling on the legs of these two geese with a death clutch buck did seize and with both geese well in hand flutters out upon dry land for the rest he did not find things exactly to his mind soon it proved poor buck had brought a dreadful bellyache from the water noble mrs buck she rises fully equal to the crisis with a hot flat iron she draws the cold out famously soon twas in the mouths of men all through town bucks up again this was the bad boy's third trick but the fourth will follow quick last trick max and morris i grow sick when i think on your last trick why must these two scalawags cut those gashes in the bags see the farmer on his back carries corn off in a sack scarce has he begun to travel when the corn runs out like gravel all at once he stops and cries darn it i see where it lies ha with what delighted eyes max and morris he espies raps he opens wide his sack shoves the rogues in huck-a-pack it grows warm with max and morris for to mill the farmer hurries master miller hello man Grow me that as quick as you can in with him each wretched flopper headlong goes into the hopper as the farmer turns his back he hears the mill go creaky cracky here you see the bits post-mortem just as fate was pleased to sort them master miller's ducks with speed gobbled up the coarse-grained feed end of poem this recording is in the public domain